CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes. Some view it as a victory for patient rights. Others see it as state-sanctioned suicide. Canada will soon become one of the most liberal countries in the world when it comes to who can legally end their lives with the help of a nurse or a doctor. Avis Favreau explores a controversial new move to expand just who can apply for a medically-assisted death to include those who are struggling with a mental illness. John Scully is about to do something he's wanted to do for years. Try to end his life. I just said, you know, I've had enough of this. It was just a cold, simple decision. I've got to stop this. And the only way to stop this is to kill myself. But before the overdose can kill him, he calls his wife and says goodbye. Panicked, she phones 911, and he's rushed to hospital to have his stomach pumped. And when you woke up, you had an interaction with the physician. He said, why did you do this? Was this a call for help? And I wanted to punch the guy. A cry for help? No, I wanted to die. That was 2006. Since then, John has tried to kill himself again. After each suicide attempt, doctors and nurses revived him. That's what they're supposed to do when someone wants to end their life. But now, some say that is about to change. We're ready. You ready to begin? Yeah. At first, only Canadians, like Ray Cole, were allowed to have a medically-assisted death. W5 was at his bedside in February 2022, when with the help of a doctor and his wife by his side, he started the drugs to end his life. He had terminal cancer with just months to live. Medical assistance in dying or MAID became legal for patients like him in 2016. Got it? I'm good to go. Safe travels, my friend. Goodbye, my friends. I love you guys. Five years later, the law changed to include people with chronic illnesses like John Priddle. He wasn't dying, but qualified because he had an incurable physical illness with an advanced state of decline and intolerable suffering. It would give me quite a bit of peace of mind to realize that, that it's not just an option, but medical assistance and dying. Me be there if I think I need it. If you need it. At 81, John Scully's high blood pressure won't make him eligible for an assisted death, but his PTSD and depression soon will. Canada's made law is about to change again. In March 2023, those with mental illnesses as a sole underlying condition will become eligible and John says he'll be among the first in line to apply. A man who spent most of his life trying to stay alive in war zones is now pushing for his right to end it. There were bodies on the streets, bodies in the rivers. 
For over 60 years, this award-winning TV news producer worked behind the scenes. In some of the most violent and dangerous places in the world, like for W5 on stories on the conflicts in the Middle East. All the time I was suppressing it with the CDs, adrenaline rushes, of going to wars. I've been to 78 countries and 35 war zones. But the horrors took a toll. Post-traumatic. Post-traumatic stress disorder, yeah. In 1986, he was diagnosed with severe depression, followed by post-traumatic stress disorder. Tell me what it's like to suffer from chronic mental illness. Incurable mental illness is my definition. I wake up sick and loathing the day, the, the day that's to come. I'm in fear of the day that's to come because during the night I've had horrific nightmares and anxiety dreams that fill me with sweat and dread. Did any treatment work? You've tried well, everything. Everything. There's nothing to try for me, nothing left. I've tried every single so-called so cure, in quotes. Um, I've tried, there's nothing I haven't tried that I know of. John's been in a Toronto psychiatric hospital seven times. He's tried electroconvulsive therapy 19 times. He now takes dozens of pills just to get through the day, and after 35 long years of treatment, still no improvement. I'm thinking, that's why I'm choosing MADE, um, because I don't want to botch it again. I screwed up twice trying to kill myself. In a matter of months, doctors like Ellen Weeb will be able to help patients like John Scully. The Vancouver physician has helped over 400 Canadians with physical illnesses die with medical assistance. Do you believe it should be expanded for this group? Absolutely. I mean, we're Canadians, we have rights, and um, mental illness and physical illness both can cause unbearable suffering, and it's up to the person themselves to decide whether that suffering is truly unbearable and that they want to have uh, assistance to die. Almost two million Canadians live with serious mental illnesses and could be candidates for MAID, People like Ezra McKenzie, age 34, Debbie Rajarani, 58, and Mitchell Trombley, who is 40. Just show by hand how many of you are planning to access MADE when it becomes legal. I've wanted to die since I was 11, and when I was 17 was the first time I acted on it and I have not stopped since. There's been seven or six times I've been hospitalized about 14, 15 times, and I've tried almost 50 medications. This is the entire list. And I, I'm giving up. I don't want that stigma for my kids. I want them to know that their mom made a very, a decision based on very sound mind. I want them to know that their mom isn't jumping off a balcony. It's been a long journey. And my God, at 50 years, eight years old, if I can't say enough is enough, then we are not living in a democracy. When you have a swing down, 
it's like your whole body is on fire and someone's telling you it'll get better. I want the ability to end the suffering when I go downhill. Bottom line is uh, there's going to be a lot of Canadians like yourself that will choose this. You know, absolutely everyone should be able to access this, but there's so many people on disabilities that have been ignored for so long. There's going to be a rush for the doors, like you're saying, for for this. There's going to be a rush for it. Coming up. He should be allowed that dignity. Can better treatment convince patients to keep going? Would I like there to be better mental health treatments in this country? Yes, of course. When W5 continues. There are mental health workers across Canada who are frankly terrified about what the country is about to do in allowing mentally ill people to die with the help of a doctor or nurse. We're having to fight with other doctors to not kill our patients that we know can get better. It feels like one more thing that I never in my entire life imagined I would have to fight for. Among them, Dr. John Mahar, and a team of nurses and social workers at this Barry Clinic an hour north of Toronto. After years of working hard to stop patients from dying by suicide, under a new law coming in March 2023, they worry they may lose them instead to medical assistance in dying or MAID. Where we're talking about which of our patients are going to die. And it's having a profound impact on what it means for us as professionals, as caring human beings, to try and provide hope for people. I think you use the word state-sanctioned suicide. Well, it is state-sanctioned suicide insofar as there's been a structure created that provides a pathway to death. I have a patient right now who's saying, I would never kill myself on my own but I will kill myself with MAID because that's not suicide. I was like, oh, like this is like way less stressful and I get to like work in a field that's like helping more people. Serena Baines is afraid of dying too. This 24-year-old university graduate works part-time and is about to leave Vancouver for an internship in Ottawa. But as someone with depression, anxiety, and borderline personality disorder, She fears the new legislation won't protect her from herself. Because I experience suicidality so often, I have an understanding that if I wanted to access MAID, that I could um, in a time of suicidality, and I'd probably be successful at it. You're afraid of that? Definitely. I'm afraid for myself and all of my community members. You can say, no, I don't want it. I could say no, that I don't want it, Um, but I'm not sure if my brain will agree at that time. These are the kinds of concerns an expert panel of psychiatrists have addressed in a new report. They're advising the government on how to make assisted dying for mentally ill people safe. Among 19 recommendations, MAID can't be approved during a period of crisis, such as a suicide attempt but Serena thinks there are ways around that. The doctors say they can tell the difference between someone who's suicidal Mm -hmm. 
and someone who's actually making a rational decision. Mm -hmm. Do you think they can? No, I don't think so. I've lied about it many times. <laughs> um, yeah, I've lied about being suicidal um, a lot. So you told them you weren't suicidal when you were? Yeah, they ask you, are you experiencing any thoughts of harming yourself or others? And I said, no, I'm not. But you were? Yes. And that's the kind of thing that keeps Dr. Mahar up at night. Only one in three people in Canada have access to the mental health care they need. And a horrific reality is only one in five children, which means you could have prevented so much mental illness from developing and getting worse over time. In fact, for the past six years, Serena's been on wait lists to see psychiatrists. Even worse, has had to go without her psychiatric drugs because she can't afford them. Do you run out of medication or is it hard to get it? I, I ration it so sometimes if I'm, if I'm prescribed like to take a pill a day and you know, say something came up and I had to pay for something that I wasn't expecting, um, I'll take half a pill instead or like a, I'll take a, if it's a capsule, of course you can't split it, I take it every other day or um, just not take it for a while and that causes problems. Another recommendation submitted to Ottawa people with mental illnesses should have access to the fullest possible range of social supports to reduce suffering, including counseling and mental health services. But if that help isn't available, MAID practitioner Dr. Ellen Weeb says people could still theoretically be okayed for an assisted death. Someone might say, I am suffering unbearably. Uh, I have tried what's available. There are things that are not available for a year, three years, and I'm not willing to wait. And I might say um, that's a, that they've made a reasoned decision. But in the meantime, the uh, system might let you just be able to check out before you can get the services. Yes. Yeah. I, it's, it, that's disturbing. Uh, yeah. Does it bother you? Yes. Would I like there to be uh, better mental health treatments in this country? Yes, of course. And better social supports? Absolutely. Still, the idea of allowing assisted dying before proper mental health care shocks some psychiatrists, like Dr. Mahar. If that isn't something that worries people, I, I don't know what to say about our Canadian society that we are offering death to people where treatment is available, where you can't say who will get better who, or who won't. W5 commissioned a CTV News Nanos poll that showed a lot of Canadians agree with Dr. Mahar. 61%, almost two thirds, say they're unsure or don't think assisted dying should be offered to people who are actually waiting for mental treatments. You who voted for this law have not understood vulnerability and what it means for your doctor to offer you death over life. In May 2022, Dr. Mahar took his outrage to a special joint committee in Ottawa that's in the process of trying to hammer out final guidelines. One of the most contentious issues is whether mental illness is really incurable as is required under made legislation. Scientists around the world can't agree on which patients will recover and which won't. So I'm not at all disagreeing that there are people who have irremediable illness. 
what I defy you or any other person in the universe to, to, to prove to me is that it's this person in front of you because I don't know who that is. I have people come to me who get better after five years, after 10 years, after 15 years. Washington-based psychiatrist and bioethicist Dr. Scott Kim says that assisted dying rules for mental illness are stricter in some European countries than in Canada. Euthanasia, as it's called in Belgium and the Netherlands, has been legal for some two decades. In Europe, a patient must try treatments that are recommended. Yes, if the doctor feels that a recommended treatment that in their view would have a good chance of helping the person is refused, then the medical indication would be, no, we're not going to, you can't qualify for it. Dr. Kim says these safeguards reduce the chance that people will choose assisted death when what they needed was better care. He says that's why so many doctors turn down many requests for euthanasia, especially in the Netherlands. Between 50 to 70 percent of the cases are rejected because, and this is the really important thing, overwhelmingly the main reason is there are other alternatives. Other treatments for their mental disorder. That's right. That's right. You're telling me that research from Europe is saying, basically, to Canada, be careful. We're running into problems here. You need to take this seriously and put in Oh, absolutely. Lives. We're talking about people who think it's okay, but are alarmed by the way in which it's done. There aren't enough safeguards. Canadian-made advocates say we already have strict safeguards, and the same will apply to people with mental illnesses. They point to the expert panel report, which recommends doctors and patients must come to a shared understanding that the person has a serious and incurable illness. Individually, assessors will, will look at how, what treatments they have received and say, but, you know, you haven't um, tried this or this or this, and these are really um, effective treatments in your condition, and you really should have tried those. And then the patient would have to convince me that there was a good reason not to try them. But Dr. Kim still isn't convinced that Canada's proposed safeguards are as effective as those in Europe. And Canada's restrictions, how do they match what they've had, what they have there? The Canadian situation is, even at the purely legal level, legislative level, is much more permissive than either the Netherlands or um, Belgium. So Canada would be the most liberal in the world in allowing medically assisted death for mental disorders? Oh, without a doubt. No, no questions asked. And that worries people like Serena Baines. So what's happening with you, Nitty? Nothing. <laughs> so she's trying to protect her mental health by building a strong support system with friends and family, like her sister, Niti. And through her work at the Disability Foundation, where she's fighting for better access to services for those with mental illnesses before assisted dying becomes legal. Consistent and accessible uh, mental health services um, where I can have a relationship with my psychiatrist where I can access
therapy at no cost or a reasonable cost so I can actually have the option to take up those therapies. If you're going to see us as disabled enough to choose medical assistance in dying, that you should see us as disabled enough to pro provide us the accommodations and supports that we need. For John Scully instead, the horizon now holds not fear, but hope. After two suicide attempts and 35 years of therapies and medications, he now says he has a treatment that will finally stop his severe depression and PTSD. He started the paperwork for his assisted death. It's relief. The relief is what I seek. Relief from decades and decades of suffering is why his two children and wife of almost 60 years, Tony, support his decision. There's a dignity, and he should be allowed that dignity. He's done a lot in his life. He's been really successful in his life. He's a great brain, a great sense of humor. You know, it's wonderful of her. You know, I love her for it. I mean, I love her anyhow, but I love her for it. How's the river today? Oh, it's down and muddy, right? Looks a bit clearer than it did before. Yeah. And there's no relief, so I have no alternative. But to have a dignified death with my family, I would play, probably play some music, and I would die peacefully. Next month, the government will release its final report laying out eligibility criteria as well as safeguards before made for mental illness becomes legal in Canada early next year. You've been listening to CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes.